0: Hey there! What's up? It's your girl Olivia, and thanks for joining me for this episode of Simply Happy. If you're new here or haven't already, remember to subscribe to the show and leave a review. And when you find yourself loving the show and wanting to take things to the next level, make sure to check out my books and/or Empowered University at www.simplyolly.com. That's O-L-I, Ollie. The link is in the show notes. Alrighty, welcome to three tricks to expand your confidence. <laughs> I don't, I don't know why it dropped uh, into that voice from singing, but it just happened. Uh, but yeah, that is what we're going to be talking about in this episode, and it's going to be great. Um, but yeah, the so the reason I titled this the way I did, right? And I chose the word expand because I want you to know this was intentional. Um, we are going to talk about the three tricks, but the reason I chose the word expand is because I want you to know that confidence is already there inside of you. It's already there. 100% guaranteed promise. I swear it's there. <gasps> I don't I don't really know you. I understand this. I feel I feel like we have a connection. I feel like we're buds, but know that it's it, it's there. I promise. Um it might be in hiding in little different areas. You know, maybe you're like okay, but I don't have confidence here. You do have confidence. Maybe it just hasn't expanded. Oh, sorry. That was really loud. (laughs) And maybe it just hasn't expanded to that other area yet, right? And so that is why we're talking about the expansion of it because confidence is always there. Maybe you are a super confident teeth brusher. Maybe you are super confident in the way that you can pick up dog poop with a doggy bag. I know I am. Um, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's something else. I don't know. Maybe you're really confident at, you know, writing a 500-page book. Who knows what it is? But we, you know, we can expand that into other areas. We're, we're never going to be confident everywhere always. Um And that's okay because, gosh, life would be like a little boring if we were always just like, yeah, I got this. No big deal. Like, I have no other feelings except for like, I'm awesome. You know, so it's there. We just have to expand it into all the other areas. So that's why we're talking about these three tricks. Okay, we're going to dive in and I'm excited to do this because they're good ones. Okay, so the first one, this should come as no surprise. The first one is to be silly. I understand this may not be a trick for everyone or it may be a trick that is way outside of some of your comfort zones. Um, maybe being super silly doesn't come entirely natural to you. Maybe it's not your your way of doing things and that's okay. These are I'm just sharing these with you. You take what you will if you're like, no, that's not that's not a thing for me. That's fine. If you're like, well, I could maybe get more confident. Yeah, uh-huh, exactly. Uh, in being silly, you could do that. I got a squeaky chair. So this is something you can do in private or in front of others. Um, being silly can just be this this way, this trick that you use, right, to feel more confident um, to yourself. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be me <laughs> right now, Um you don't have to be, you know, out front, out loud. If you're, you know, on a stage speaking to people, you know, being super silly, um, to, to feel, you know, to expand that confidence, to feel more confident. Um, but what I, what I love about this, this trick, right. Is that what it does for us is it really takes the pressure off. It takes the seriousness off and, it, it allows us to relax a little bit. We're not so tightly clenched and um, making it such a big deal. So that is why, honestly, this one is one of my favorites. Um, and again, you can use this in private. I'm going to use this, this podcast as my example because this is something I had to become way more confident in. And um, honestly, I will say, you know, like it's speaking... Speaking publicly... Well, is this... I mean, I guess this is technically publicly. I don't know. You get what I'm saying. But um, for me, it really started actually with YouTube, and then I came to the podcast. Um, but I was not confident at first. Uh, it was something I definitely had to expand my confidence in, but being silly has helped me the whole way through. So, there. like I said, you can do this in private for yourself, or you can do it in front of others. Um, you hear me on this show always... <laughs> doing it in front of others. Um, I don't edit this podcast. I appreciate that most of you um, really appreciate that about the podcast, because it seems very real and very fluid. And it's because, you know, if I mess up, I'm not um, like, oh, I've got to edit that out or like, oh, I messed up. That's the worst. Um, And I'm not pressuring myself. I just kind of if I mess up, you hear me get silly with it. And then I keep going. And it's honestly a a trick to keep that confidence up and not, um, you know, get kind of lost in, uh, or have my confidence lowered because like, oh, heaven forbid, I, I don't know, my mouth made a weird noise or something. Um, the other thing with this podcast is I, I do, I, I do use the trick of being silly in private. There are things I do. (laughs) there are things I do before this show that you guys when I before I press record that you guys don't hear and it's literally me being silly to like get myself in this place of confidence um, because I am pr- a pretty open person I don't I'll probably not do it well I would I would do it if I needed to I don't care but things that I will do in private um, before I record the episode is I will sometimes sing in really obnoxious um, pitches or uh, like dialects (laughs) or accents. Um, Or I'll like just sing random things like words. Um, I'll just I'll sing about like mashed potatoes, you know, like I'll sing something random. Um, Or I will, you know, make uh, fart noises with my mouth. (laughs) I will also... Um, sometimes I'm like, I will sing, inc- I sing a lot, apparently, that's how I'm silly. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'll encourage myself, like, I'll sometimes, like, shake out my body, like, really ridiculous, and be like, you got this, you got this, you got this, like, I'll just do weird things. I know you couldn't see me, but I was whapping my, wapping. We're gonna use that word. I was whapping my hands all over the air. <laughs> so... Be silly, that's your trick number one. And this is gonna look however it needs to look for you, so please know that. Maybe singing's not your thing. Maybe being silly is like I don't know, making making a friend giggle before you do something big by picking your nose. I have also done that. Um, so so it's whatever it needs to look like for you. Um, okay, now the second trick is is to use a confidence crossover. Yes, this one's not as ridiculous. You're welcome. Um, This is what I call, you know, a confidence crossover. So see other areas in your life where you have confidence and use it as encouragement. So you're kind of delving into yourself to look for motivation and encouragement. Um, if you're you're really having a tough time being confident, you know, go through and it can be, please don't think this has to be some big, amazing, uh, you know, I sang the national anthem, you know, like I was confident enough to do that. It literally could be that you have the confidence. Um, gosh, now I'm just thinking of silly things, unfortunately. Um, let's, okay, take a breath, Olivia, and let's think of something a little more serious. Uh, it's just not my way. No. Um, let's see. Confidence. I talked in one of the previous episodes this, this month about, um, you know, jumping jumping my car. Um, and after I had done that, it really filled me with confidence that I was able to do that all on my own with my, you know, I was a big girl and I did it all on my own. And, uh, and so I could look back at something like that. And even though it's maybe totally unrelated to... Um, pfft, You know, learning to play guitar. I'm just making stuff up at this point. But um, even though they're completely unrelated, I can still use that confidence crossover of, you know, if I like, I did that, like I had the confidence to do that, right? Or I had the confidence to go speak at this thing, or I had the confidence to go on this trip all by myself, or I had the confidence to do this, right? That means I have the confidence to do what I'm doing now. Like it's there. I'm just gonna bring that over with me. And even though this is new and it feels scary, again, go back to, go back to the episode. What was it? Episode 174. Um, what is it doing? Why, why you should pursue things that scare you. Um, but you know, even though this scares me or it feels uncomfortable or it feels totally new, um, I can still do this, you know. So that's the, that's using a confidence crossover. It really is that self-encouragement, that self-motivation by using what you've already done. It's using the past in a really uh, constructive and powerful way. So that is another trick that you can utilize. Um, and again, you know, you'll want to recognize that, of course, it's not the same. This is something different. And that's okay. But because you've had confidence over here means you can have confidence over there, because it's all within you, it's just a matter of expanding it. And once you, you know, go for it, and once you do it, that, you know, and and you instill that, you know, you kind of reaffirm to yourself, like, I'm doing it, or I did it. Um, that again, even if it doesn't pan out the way that you thought, the fact that you went for it, that's, that's confidence building. Um, okay. And then number three is to redefine failure. Ooh, baby. Redefine failure. That is a trick to expanding your confidence because a lot of times we we will feel lacking in confidence if we are scared of failing. If we're scared of, you know, oh, I'm going to look dumb or I'm not going to be able to do it or... um whatever it might be, people make fun of me or, you know, it'll mean that I'm not, you know, capable or whatever it might be. Right. So we need to redefine failure for ourselves because we've, we've been told what we like, that we should feel a certain way about failure. You know, I, you know, I should be disappointed. I should be, Now, maybe not everybody was taught this. I get that, like, the exceptions. But, like, um, I think more often than not, we kind of see this narrative being pushed of if you fail at something or if there is the potential that you, you know, would fail or whatever, like, you know, you should feel scared. You should feel uh, unworthy. You should feel um, like maybe it's not a good fit for you. You should feel shame. You should feel uh, discouraged. You should feel defeated, right? But failure doesn't have to mean that. Failure can mean, like, I took a step closer to this thing. Like, I did it. I moved forward. Failure can mean progress. Failure can mean a detour. Failure can mean lessons learned, valuable lessons learned, right? Failure can mean growth. Failure can mean so many things, so We are allowed to redefine failure for ourselves. And when we do that, we stop feeling so intimidated by it. And then that helps to expand that confidence because we're not so scared of what it will mean or what it will look like or what people will say, you know, if we don't make it, if we don't do the thing, if we don't, if it's not perfect, if we don't succeed, whatever. So... That's a trick to expand that confidence because basically what you're kind of doing is by, by, con- like by diminishing that fear, you're giving the confidence more room to spread out. Um, and again, just kind of like the first one, be silly. It takes the pressure off, right? It stops making it such a weight on you. And that gives you the space to feel freedom, to feel playful, to feel confident, to feel empowered, to feel... Um, all of those things. So, really quick, we have the first one is be silly, the second one is use a confidence crossover, and the third one is to redefine failure. Now, because you guys are awesome, I have a bonus one for you. Boom! I said three, giving you four. You could call me a liar, but you could also just call me, you know, very giving. frame it how you will. Um, but number four, I'm going to give you a little bonus one because I just thought of it. And I think it's a really fun way to, I don't know, to, to go about things. So I have called this one, be kind and rewind. And for my peeps that don't know and weren't, uh, weren't, I don't know, old enough via, you know, the blockbuster era, um, I don't know. Maybe you've learned some things, but um, I'm only, I'm going to be 31. I am 31. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Life. Um, No, I love it. But um, be kind, rewind. Basically when you had, you know, the the VHS, when you had your tape, you had to rewind it and return it. Right. So I'm using this clearly as a metaphor (laughs) because I love metaphors and this really is a trick to expand your confidence, but um, you know, play through uh, the experience. So, I'm I'm using this one in kind of the case where either you can kind of future pace. You know, if you if you're trying to be confident, either it's because something has already happened, right, that you've already experienced that maybe diminish that confidence, or you are about to do something that requires the confidence or maybe doesn't require it, but, you know, it would be helpful to have the confidence you're about to go do something. So whether it's a past experience or a future experience, right? We can use this, this trick. So you basically want to play through the experience, you know, kind of look at it, see how it all could go out, um, or all like how it all played out or how it all could play out. Right. And then rewind it. You can go back through it really quick. You know, you'll catch catch a little moments and stuff. Um, uh, And then, you know, let it go. Return it. (laughs) So you're basically, right, you play it through one time, you rewind it, you return it. Does that make sense? I hope so. This was way cooler in my head and it maybe isn't coming out so cool from my mouth, but it's fine. Uh, But basically, this is giving yourself the opportunity to review what happened or what could happen. Right. And um, see any shifts that you would like to make either for the next time or for what's coming up, you know, maybe, yeah, you get what I'm saying. So you can figure out, you know, basically it's kind of like a learning tool, right? Like, okay, I can see what shifts I could make or what shifts I would make or how I'd like to do things. Right. And then again, rewind it, let it, you know, put the, put the tape back (laughs) and let it go. Because otherwise, we sit in a state where we where we are replaying it over and over and over in our heads. Now, if this is an experience that has already happened, it can breed constant criticism, right? And it commits it to memory deeply. And it also is going to amplify the emotions around it. Now, this also kind of plays to the future experience piece, um, Because of the fact that if you see maybe something that went wrong or you see something that could be, could go wrong, right? It's going to, you're going to constantly be critiquing. You're going to constantly be micromanaging what should have happened or what could happen or what you want to happen or whatever. You're going to basically nitpick the whole time if you keep replaying this experience. (laughs) So... The goal is to, you know, do it one time. Now, I understand if if you do it a couple or three, it's okay. It's fine. But, you know, minimize it because otherwise, again, you will be constantly nitpicking. You'll be constantly criticizing and, and just really tearing it apart. And then what you're doing as you replay that experience or that memory or that vision of what could happen, right, over and over is, again, you are committing it to memory, so you're really reinforcing it as something that's incredibly important, and that your brain should really remember. And then also, every time you play it through, you're gonna feel the emotions that come with that experience, and um, it's going to condition your body to feel those emotions whenever, whenever anything like that happens. So you won't even know why. So I don't know. I don't know if I have an example, but. Basically, you'll be in a situation that's maybe similar to that experience that, you know, if you've replayed it a bunch, and then those emotions are going to come up and you're going to be like, why? Why is that happening? Well, it's because you committed it to your mind and your body. So not to freak anyone out. It's just, that's just kind of what happens. I mean, that's, you know, a lot of times that, that can be how like trauma is reinforced or I had an experience once where, um, just to give a little bit of an example, but like I had an interaction with a person and I did, um... I did, I did something, I'm not going to like give all the details, but I basically like said something and just kind of was silly. And it wasn't, wasn't something maybe I would always, like I would normally say. And so after that, I was just like, oh my gosh, should I have said that? Like, what did, what did that person think of me saying that? And again, the, you can see the confidence degrading right there. I'm constantly criticizing and questioning. And I noticed I had replayed that scenario probably four or five times. And then I finally reached a point where I was like, oh, be, it was like a very be kind, rewind, be kind to yourself, rewind it, let it go, right? Send it back <laughs> moments, um where I was like, I really need to let this go because otherwise I'm going to, I'm going to just continually feel worse about myself and constantly, you know, keep replaying this and it's just going to keep popping up. And anytime I am feeling lack of confidence, that's the memory that's going to like flood me. So I, you know, I, I let it go. And anytime it would try to play again. I was like, no, no, I returned you. No, I don't have to do that right now. And I just redirect my attention, you know, elsewhere until finally it stopped automatically trying to pop up in my head. So anyway, but that is, gosh, that was quite the bonus trick. (laughs) But if you can keep it as simple as be kind and rewind, you know, be kind to yourself, let yourself, you know, see it out if you need to, but then rewind it, return it, send it off. You don't need to do it over and over. That's that's the most important part of all this. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, but those those are your those are your tricks, right? Be silly, use a confidence crossover, redefine failure, and be kind and rewind. And that's how you're gonna expand your confidence. Of course, there are so many other ways, but those were just f- not three. There was four. Those are just four. So I hope uh, I hope they work for you. I hope you try them out and you find them helpful. But that is it for this episode, so if you liked it, please spread the support by sharing on social or telling a friend about it through your face, phone, snail mail, or carrier pigeon. You can also check out my free tools, books, and empowered university at www.simplyolly.com. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome, I'll keep staying simply ollie, and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.